When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? How is everybody today? It's Sunday, and Sundays are for football. And so I wanted to come, and I got to admit, uh, this was a suggestion from a Patreon member that was like, hey, let's, uh, why don't you do a history of the 49ers in the second round? And so that's what we got today. I love all the hashtag CCs in there. I love it. I love it. Um, th- this is, this is fun. This is what it's about. We got a giveaway today. So, uh, get your hashtag CCs in and we're going to be diagramming. Okay. This is, it's really twofold. We're going over the best and worst 49ers second round picks. I went all the way back to 1982, the year <laughs> John Chapman first walked this earth. Um, so went all the way back to 1982 at every single second round pick that the 49ers have made, who the best, who the worst, took out kind of like the fluff. And you know, and then the second part is going to be the 49ers currently hold pick number 61, which is in the second round. I went back and looked at all the who were the number 61 overall picks in the NFL draft. And I was I was very pleasantly surprised. So we're going to get some of that as well. Uh excited about that. Uh so get your hashtag CCs in and let, let's 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 do this, man. This is gonna be fun. Uh I love looking back at history. And uh, you know, the last episode that we did, the full length live version we did yesterday. We went through the best and worst 49ers draft picks of the last 25 years. So if you want more detailed outside of the second round, um, that's going to be available for you wherever you listening to this or watching this. Uh, just scroll back a little ways. You'll be able to see that. Uh, Steven says this, John, can you get Kyle and Jim H on the show at the same time? I would love to ask them both the same question. Steven, I appreciate this so much because, uh, yeah, he, he keeps <laughs> – what is that question? We all know what it is. Um, and that question is, why would you get away from the running game in the Super Bowl when it was working? Yeah, that's frustrating, to say the least. And I remember I, my biggest critique was, you know, of, of the most recent Super Bowl, 
that it was Raheem Mostert didn't touch the ball in the first quarter. What's up with that, man? <laughs> that breaks my heart. Still just thinking about that. But yeah, definitely should have gave Frank uh, the ball in the end zone instead of just keep throwing fades to uh, Michael Trabtree. Uh, that just wasn't there. Just wasn't there. Oh, what's up? Here we go. I see you, Smokey. He says, shout out to 82, baby. Uh, I love it, man. That was a good year for us. Uh, for some people, I think it was. Uh, hopefully, we contributed positively <laughs> to the year 82. All right. Without further ado, let's jump into the history of the 49ers draft picks in the second round. Just exclusively 49ers for now. Then we'll get to pick 61 and kind of all those different things. So um, right off the bat, who we, we traded back last year for Aaron Banks. What is Aaron Banks going to be? Uh, we, we don't know. Obviously, that's an incomplete. He had the least amount of snaps of any first or second rounder in the NFL draft last year. The least. Um, so definitely didn't start out the way that we wanted. But Kyle definitely redshirts people, uh, rookies. We, we've seen him do that quite a few times. So uh, judgment's still out there. I got a question this morning from Phil on Patreon. Um, he asked this. Uh, this is from Phil. He says, today I've been thinking about Aaron Banks. How did he end up at right guard when all his previous experience was at left guard? And why is everyone saying we need a left guard and not a right guard? Great question, Phil, as always. And, you know, what I would say is this. the forty. My biggest critique of the 49ers, and this is my biggest critique, and I've been on this one for about six years, is that they play people out of position. They've done this repeatedly. Now, left guard to right guard, I don't think that's necessarily out of position, but... We saw it didn't work in training camp. We saw it didn't work in preseason, and we're crossing our fingers that the only reason, you know, Aaron Banks was what he was last year, non-existent, was because he couldn't make that switch. And if that's the case, hey, just keep him at left guard. Lakin's gone. He's got a shot now, so that's the final excuse that we could put out there. But it's not only him, right? You draft Solomon Thomas three overall. You play him inside instead of outside like he did all at Stanford. Tarvarius Moore, you spend a third-round pick. You put him at corner. Jimmy Ward, you've, they didn't draft him. This front office didn't draft Jimmy Ward. He was previous regime. Um, but you move him to corner, slot, safety, all these different spots. You're moving guys way too much. Number 27. Uh, Deontay, Dante Johnson, he's not supposed to play outside. He's not good at it. He needs to play inside or not at all. Uh, like that's quit putting people where they are not successful. Understand what their limitations are. Um, and then put the, that's the coach's job. How can you win with these players? Put them in that spot. And you can say, well, we value corner more than safety. That's why we put Tarverius more there. Hey, you wasted two years of the kid's most prime development on a position that he had no business in. Yeah, he ran a 4-3-2. Great. Good job. So uh, please, 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 please play people where they belong. Now, Aaron Banks, again, I, I it he wouldn't have been at right guard. We know that. Maybe he will be at left guard. Now, why is everyone saying that we need a left guard and not a right guard? Two reasons there, Phil. One, a lot of people don't believe in Aaron Banks. So if you're not an Aaron Banks guy, if you're not a believer of him, then yeah, you think we need another left guard, at least competition there. The reason why they don't say right guard as much, I say right guard, is Kyle Shanahan's love and affinity for Daniel Brunskill. Um, I, he absolutely adores that man. I, I believe he even had the quote, oh, it's not easy. To beat out Daniel Brunskill, and he did his little, uh, his little like chuckle that he, <laughs> he does. I'm not trying to make fun of him, but I, I just I see it. It's burned into my brain. Brunskill's good. 
he's he's I think he's an above average starter. But the best thing that could happen for the 49ers and Trey Lance is if Daniel Brunskill didn't start. He'd be the best sixth man in the NFL, right? Like basketball term, bringing it over. What if he was the backup, everything, tackle, guard, center? That would be absolutely perfect. Uh, so, Phil, uh, there's Phil. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, getting your que- uh, answered your question there. But let's get back to the best starting positive, second rounders uh, the 49ers have drafted. And the number one player is the one that we're all talking about right now. The best second round pick that we have had, it's Debo Samuel. He was number 36 overall. Absolutely just unreal what he did last year. And he's going to get paid. And I don't want to turn this into, uh, you know, what's going to happen with Debo. Just just listen to the facts. Okay? Fred Warner got extended in training camp. Remember that offseason? Oh, pay Fred. Hashtag Fred. Hashtag pay Fred. Hashtag pay Warner. All those things. Everybody got up in a, a rile. Paid him in training camp. Kittle. Oh, no. Are they going to trade Kittle? Oh, no. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Guess what happened? The whole offseason was a mess. Extended him during training camp. It, the format, and the, it's been laid out. This is what we do for our stars. And Debo and his agent and all them, they're all jockeying for position because you've got DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown, and Debo Samuel, all represented by the same agent and Cooper Cup, all going to get paid this year. Uh, I think Cup already got paid. Uh, but anyway, regardless, that that's where those guys are. And so they're fighting amongst themselves. It's always turns into a little bit of a match. But Debo Samuels, absolutely, you know, just he's going to be a 49er. Everybody got to chill out. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate the gift, my friend. Uh, you, you're the best, man. Um, let's see here. <laughs> How much do you think Niners paid Debo? Two things. I think that it's going to be probably about $22 million per year, APY, average per year. But that doesn't mean anything. And we could throw out all the numbers with, you know, Devontae Adams or whatever. It doesn't matter. What matters, if, <laughs> the devil's in the details. You got to look at those cap hits, where it's going to be, and all those things. That That's what's important. So you give Debo what he wants. If he wants that high $22 million per year average or whatever, he deserves it. Give it to him. Yeah, he's only had one year of production. Yeah, he's had a lot of little nagging in- injuries. But we don't make the playoffs. We don't win one game in the playoffs without Debo last year. Now, hopefully that offense is going to open up um, with with a different quarterback that can do more things uh, than just you know throw underneath passes. But we'll have to see there. Uh, LAX dad says, yeah, 25 mil though. Yeah, 25, it, it might be that. And, you know, I don't care. Don't care about APY at all. I know that's the headlines. I know that's what ESPN and all of them will lead with. Uh, don't care. It re- really doesn't bother me at all. Pay them. It's not my money. I care about the cap space. Why do I care about the cap space? Because that's what brings the team in. Is it going to be front-loaded, back-loaded? 49 it's going to be back-loaded. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I, I saw the post that he's not taking less than 25 mil. That's fine. You put the incentives on there. Hey, man, if you make all pro, you get an extra million dollars. You lead the NFL and, you know, touchdown scored, you get an extra million dollars. Guess what? That'll show up on there, and that'll make him happy. Cool. If he hits that, the 49ers win. If he hits that, Debo wins. If he doesn't, big whoop. Uh, and I, I know people get upset about whatever. Oh, why isn't he signed already? Look at the pass. Right now they're focusing on the draft. They're focusing on the draft. They're going to focus on that in the training camp. It's just what they do. All right. Uh, back to other second round picks that are amazing for the 49ers. Colin Kaepernick. 
2011. He was number pick number 36 too. I wish we would uh, just take pick 36 every single year, trade up to that spot because you got Debo, you got Cap. Uh, what he was able to do as a second-round quarterback with his time in the league was unreal. Got us to uh, the Super Bowl and one of the best playoff runs from a quarterback, especially rushing, right? Uh, we talked a little bit about this uh, last episode with best and worst draft choices. But Colin Kaepernick, that was a huge positive for sure. Um, and then David Bass. You guys remember this cat in 2005? He was picked 33. Um, he came in with the Alex Smith draft, right? We got Alex Smith, number one overall, David Bass in the second round. He started 54 games for the 49ers. Uh, started at both guard spots, center, moved around, 92 career games played, started 54. Uh, he was a you know above average starter, not a pro bowl or anything along those lines. But like those are the top guys Whatever, and if we look back, the 49ers didn't make a lot of second round picks. That was another thing. We have a lot of first round choices. There were probably all the way back to 1982, I'd say about 10 years, the 49ers didn't even make a second round selection. Um, it, it was kind of a weird anomaly, but now let's look at the bad ones. Yeesh. Uh, <laughs> some of the worst second round picks the 49ers have made all the way back to 1982. Um, and before we do that, real quick, just want to say, man, uh, hopefully you guys are uh, watching some baseball. And if you are, this is where you should go. All right, guys, excited to tell you about the Giant Cocktails podcast. It's a weekly podcast where they cover the San Francisco Giants, which, man, we need that now more than ever. And these are two great dudes, Ben and Matthew. They're awesome. And they start every single episode where they make some unique type of cocktail. Then they go on these alcohol-fueled rants about baseball and all these things. So head over there. It's awesome. It's a very fun podcast. Really feels like you're just hanging out with you know two really cool guys. Um, and they go through everything. And you know one of my favorite things about sports podcasts, maybe I'm not that good at this, is just the comedy and the camaraderie that they bring about this. So get caught up with the Giants while learning how to make great tasting cocktails and i'm telling you this it doesn't get better than this if you haven't checked it out yet head over there uh, wherever you get your audio podcast giant cocktails podcast trust me they're worth the effort go check it out you're gonna love it and let them know the 49ers rush podcast sent you all right uh go check that out uh so here we go just a couple questions i see in the chat right here was J.J. Stokes his second-round pick? No, he was first-round, 10th overall uh, in that Michael Crabtree uh, slot, that 10th pick. That's where he was at. Uh, so he doesn't qualify this. Again, we're just focusing on second-round picks. But we're staying with this idea of worst second-rounders that the 49ers have picked. Michael James, yikes. And he was picked number 61, ah, which is bad, right? Because that's where we're picking this year. But uh, hopefully we get something better. He had five fumbles and 39 rush attempts. So always got to be my favorite kind of most painful LaMichael James stats. Another one that was bad, pick number 40 in 2013, Tank Carradine. You remember? Uh, probably the epitome of what Trent Baalke was. Did Trent Baalke have some great picks? Sure. But the all-ACL team, this guy was kind of the height of that. 49ers traded back, though. That was the good news. And so then, this is this is what I do <laughs> with my time, which may, maybe I should use my time better. I, I go down these, like, dark channels, like, okay, we traded back. I want to see what the details of that trade were. So we were um, at pick 34. We traded back to 40. 
Um, the Titans jumped up and took Justin Hunter, wide receiver out of Tennessee. He didn't really pan out. The 49ers got pick 40. We took Carradine. And then we got pick 77, and we took Chris Borland, um, which that's a whole nother debate and topic, whatever. Absolute home run pick. By far the best pro involved in that trade, and he was taken so far, so much later. But, you know, obviously the one and done and rookie of the year, all that kind of stuff, he was unreal. But, uh, yeah, take. he says, ah, oh, one of the few times I was so incredibly wrong about a player. Well, like the all-ACL team, right, we would all do the same thing. All right, we just got to be patient, right? We're spending a second-round pick on what could have been a first-round player. Oh, man. And one of my favorite things about what happened in last year's draft, you didn't draft anybody with injury history at all. Um, the closest thing to injury history last year was Talano Hufanga, who got a steel plate put in his shoulder. Um, but that was it. Everybody else, no injury history almost. It was non-existent last year. Now, I know the first couple years that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch drafted, they did go after some injured players with injury histories early, but not last year. Uh, is that going to continue? Now, if we stay with Tank Carradine, he started eight games for the 49ers in four years, had five and a half sacks. Uh, just not good. Uh, next one, 2010, pick number 49, um, Taylor Mays. You got the Southern Cal kid, the freak. Uh, you're, I, I remember this because I, I'm a Longhorn, and that was the Earl Thomas draft. And this is right after Pete Carroll left USC to go to uh, Seattle, Seahawks. And Taylor Mays was pissed because the Seahawks drafted Earl Thomas in the first round and not Taylor Mays. And so they were, they, he was like calling him a traitor and blasting him on Twitter and all these things. And I was loving it. Uh, I, I was the biggest Earl Thomas fan. Obviously, he's had some rough years of late off the field. But uh, man, Pete Carroll was right on that one. We, we ended up getting Taylor Mays at pick 49. One year with the 49ers, he had six uh, starts. That's it. We traded him to the Bengals for a seventh rounder in year two. That's how much he just, he just couldn't change directions. It didn't matter how big, strong, fast he was. A safety that can't move, <laughs> change directions is a problem. Um, and the, the, so again, you know, I go down this rabbit hole. Okay, we we traded for a seventh rounder. What did we spend that seventh rounder on? Uh, a guard who I had to look this guy up, Garrett Gilkey, and he never played in a game for the 49ers. So uh, even the trade, uh, glad we got rid of him, but uh, didn't work out. He actually played for a couple years as a special teamer for the Bengals and had a much better uh, career there than he did with us uh, right here from DUX. He says the Taylor Mays pick was worth it for his Madden stats forever. Yeah. I mean, you put those attributes, which he had the long arms, right? Balky special. He fit that, but at some point you got, you got to, you got to switch your hips, man. <laughs> so he just never could do it. All right, here we go. Probably one of the more recent ones, a bad pick Dante Pettis. 2018, uh, he was picked number 44. And I remember this was in Dallas. I was down on right in front of the stage at the NFL draft when they picked him. And Pettis was one of my favorites. I was so excited. I thought it was a perfect fit. It just, man, it just didn't work. Um, now, this was a fun draft day trade. And nobody really panned. There was no winner here. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn ten dollars into a thousand 
with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We traded up. We gave up picks 59 and 74, so a second and a third round pick to Washington um, to get Dante Pettis at 44. And again, I think this was important because it shows Kyle Shanahan loves receivers. We've spent nine out of 40 picks this front office on wide receivers. And that doesn't account for the two draft picks that we traded for Emmanuel Sanders. Um, so Kyle Shanahan loves wide receivers. We, we it, I, And we're not done. We, we could definitely use another wide receiver or two. But we traded 59 and 74 to jump up. And Washington picked Darius Geis, who was a, off the field, which they don't care about character concerns. Everybody understood what was going on. Uh, he's done in the NFL. And number 74, Jerron Christian, who started eight games for Washington offensive line. And we got back Dante Pettis and pick 142. And again, the, the same thing we said earlier. The best player involved in this trade out of all four picks was the one taking 142. It was cornerback DJ Reed, who we lost with that injury, but he was by far the best. Um, so the, yeah, fun little whatever there. Next up, we got Chilo Rascal. <laughs> and this one back in 2008, he, he started a lot of games for the 49ers. He was picked number 39. He started a lot of games for us, but just, it just, he was bad the whole time. <laughs> just because he started, didn't mean he was good. 38 games, uh, started for the 49ers, but yeah, he was just bad. Uh, he, he wasn't very good. But we didn't have much. That, those were kind of some rough times where, again, big reason why Alex Smith was getting freaking, you know, hog mollied back there and not successful was we, we couldn't protect him. Next up, this one, I almost left it off the list. And this is the last negative pick that we'll talk about. Carlos Hyde, uh, El Guapo <laughs> in 2014. He was picked number 57. And the main reason why I put him in the negative category was, one, the end of Frank Gore and Mark that they were moving on, and that really bothered me. And then, two, dude, like, badmouth the 49ers everywhere he went afterwards, right? And he, he's bounced around. He's still going to be in the NFL. He's not very good. But he did have his best two years with us, and he was the regime change, right? So he came in before um, Kyle Shanahan and all that stuff. 
and he stayed one year with Kyle Shanahan, back-to-back 900 yards rushing. But when Shanahan came in and tried throwing him some uh, deep routes, like he just couldn't, he, he just couldn't, he could catch screen passes, but that was really about it. And so it kind of limited Kyle and what he wanted to do. And so after that, he was gone. So he he was traded from that point on, and we, we just got rid of him. He, he was just gone. So uh, anyway, uh, before we jump into the pick number 61 history, which I think you're going to like this because this lets you know what you can get. So we're going to go over two things. One, the most recent number 61 overall picks of any noteworthy consequence. And then two, we're going to go over the best uh, ever uh, pick 61 and what that looks like. Uh, but before we do, hey, man, we got a pretty big party coming your way. You want to take part in the greatest 49ers draft party that's ever been assembled? Well, head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com and listen to the words of the all-pro LB1, Fred Warner, who says he's going to be hanging out with us at the Mandalay Bay at the S-Bar for days one of the NFL draft. Now, we have tickets available for day one and day two, and we're almost sold out. So um, we've got a lot of tickets available still. The meet and greet tickets, they sold out. I told you guys to get them. Hopefully you got them. If not, we still have some general admission tickets where you might have the possibility to meet them if we have some extra time. Uh, But that is available. Head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com and go get your tickets. It's going to be incredible. Uh, Day one, drinks, food, everything included with... Elijah Mitchell and Fred Warner and we also have day two where we rented out a local brewery we're going to be hanging out there having some drinks talking through all the 49ers picks with a lot of content creators that are going to be there so quit wasting time don't let this sell out and you be left out 49ersRushRoadTrip.com go get your tickets now also I do want to throw out, uh, throw out there um, we do have some VIP uh, packages available if you're wanted to just freaking blow out the draft party and basically you have your own booth private setup right next to where we're going to be broadcasting we will walk fred warner and elijah mitchell over to hang out with you in your setting like you that it's it's going to be plus lots of autograph memorabilia outside of uh, what everybody's getting with the meet and greet tickets and the autographs from Fred and Elijah Mitchell. So if that's something you want to do, it's, it's bring you can bring up to six people with you. Those are available as well over on 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Uh, Go check that out. Now, let, let's jump to – I got three categories here, okay? I got good picks at 61, recent, good recent picks. I've got bad recent picks, and then I've got the best ever picks in the uh, – at 61. So let's start with the good recent picks. Okay. So, and I kind of ranked these out uh, 2015 guard Ali Marpet. That dude was unreal. Just retired. Um, you know, Bucks starting guard, 101 career starts, stepped in, started week one, and was a top five guard in the NFL. Nasty. Uh, he, he, he was really, really good for a long time. 2014, and we got to see this guy now. Pick number 61, Allen Robinson, wide receiver um, out of Pitt State. He made Blake Bortles look competent. Now he's playing for the Rams. He had over 6,000 yards and 40 touchdowns in his career. I just wish he wasn't in our division. He's a very, very good wide receiver. I was so high on him that year when he came out. 2019, staying with the Rams again. Uh, Safety Taylor Rapp, seven interceptions and 32 games started. Um, I love Washington secondary players so much, and he he was up there. You know, not a fast guy whatsoever, but instincts are good and ball skills are good. 2016 safety Von Bell, 
77 career starts with New Orleans and the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, 559 tackles. He's kind of the epitome of the safety linebacker hybrid that, that kind of just does it all and just flies around and tackles. Um, I thought he'd end up at linebacker eventually, but they kind of like created a new spot for him. Uh, that it's it's fun watching him play. He's not a great covered guy, but he's always around the ball. 2018 DJ Chark, 15 receiving touchdowns, just signed a one-year $10 million deal with Detroit. Uh, had some injury issues, but in 2018, I thought he did really, really well. And then in 2020, last year, one of my favorite players, uh, Christian Fulton um, out of LSU. Three interceptions, 19 games started. Um, so he's that's two years ago draft, not last year. I apologize about that. Um, so he's another guy that's that's been fun there that I thought has done really, really well. Now, um, worst picks. Here we go. All right. I, I've only got three, but <laughs> I can't. I, sorry. I got to talk about this one uh, a little bit more. That's 2013. Pick number 61, Eddie Lacy. Now, he he was a hit. He was a good running back. He had 20 rushing touchdowns. And in two, like back to back years, he had 20. Like he was nuts in years one and year two. Then um <laughs> I, I was laughing so much last night. And if you follow me on Twitter, then you you saw some of these. I reposted a lot of his tweets because the dude is freaking hilarious. This is Eddie Lacy. <laughs> he just got so big. He ate way too much. And his Twitter account, Eddie Lacy, uh, which if you want to go look it up, it's some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen. It's at Lil underscore easy underscore Anna underscore 42. So anyway, just type in Eddie Lacy. It pulls up. These are all exact quotes from his Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm, I'm going to read them exactly how he typed them. Quote, I keep craving China food, end quote. Next tweet, quote. Craving China food again with six exclamation points. <laughs> Next quote. Who wants to bring me some China food? And <laughs> here's another one. This China food I'm about to go get though. Next one. Off to go get some China food. Uh, Ebed back at the crib for the night for the win. Uh, next one. I want China food. A lot of it. All capital. China food it is. I can't stop thinking about China food. Shake my head. <laughs> China food stop, then finally back to my room. Hashtag long day. I'm about to go get some China food. Smile face emoji. Hmm, maybe China food. Then I'm coming back to clean this room since I did yesterday. Like this dude, Chinese food is his jam. And I love the fact that he keeps calling it China food. And that's over the course of several years. So I'm sure somebody has corrected him, but it didn't matter. Uh, stay strong. Eddie <laughs> Lacy with the China food. I almost like wanted to title this uh, China food and the number 61 overall pick, but uh, I, I, I love me some Eddie Lacy, man. That dude cracks me up. Uh, some other recent bad picks 2017, Josh Jones, um, NC State safety. He's been on five teams in five years, uh, just not a quality you know starter and just kind of bouncing around. He's probably going to be out of the NFL very, very soon. And last year, um, which I think that this is a type of player that the 49ers might target. And that's pass rusher Boogie Basham, Carlos Basham out of Wake Forest. He had two and a half sacks last year, four tackles for loss. So I, I, I don't think that that was a good year. It's almost like the exact same numbers that Solomon Thomas had for us, though, uh, his first year, his rookie year. It just wasn't 
just wasn't good. Um, but they got that at 61. So it kind of put puts things into perspective there when you look at that. Now, let's go, and, and this is what we're going to finish with today. Who are the best picks ever at pick 61? And I've got four, okay? In 2001, Longhorn, baby. Longhorn, baby. I can't help it. I can't help it. Uh, defensive tackle, Sean Rogers. That dude, three Pro Bowls, just was an absolute stud on the inside, just a two-gap run stuffer. He was incredible. Um, 2005, Vincent Jackson, man, uh, RIP. Uh, very, very tragic uh, what, what happened with him and his passing. Uh, breaks my heart. It was one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, he just seemed like such a good dude. Uh, he had three Pro Bowls, just big, strong, physical, uh, just amazing player on the field. And again, man, just awful what happened to him and his family. 1983, this one I had to go back because I, I the numbers stood out to me, but I, I didn't know him, uh, you know, 83. I was born 82, so I didn't get to really watch him. Cornerback Albert Lewis, um, two All-Pros, four Pro Bowls. He had 42 interceptions, just a ball hawk, man. That was 1983. And then the absolute best player that's ever been drafted at pick 61. He's a Hall of Famer and was probably one of the first situations where I saw him in real life. I went to a game, and I think it was the Cowboys-Eagles game. I was in Dallas at the time, and it was Brian Dawkins, safety Brian Dawkins. It was one of the first times where I saw an NFL player. Like, everybody's out there warming up, and he didn't have pads on or anything. And, you know, you walk down, and you're trying to get autographs or whatever. I was there with some friends. And I just remember seeing him going, who the hell is that guy? He looked like a freaking superhero. Dude was so jacked, and his entire just warming up was intimidation. It, like I was scared <laughs> and I just was like, okay, this is why 14 year old John Chapman's not going to make it in the NFL. Like I realized at that point, we're not the same that, that this dude was just physically imposing. I still, it's burned into my brain still to this day. And the way that he played, uh, couldn't probably couldn't play in the NFL today. He'd have to change his entire game because he just laid people out. 13 years with Philly, 37 interceptions, one of my favorite non-49ers players ever, um, and just absolute stud. Man, I love Brian. I, I get pumped, man. I get pumped just thinking about it. Uh, dude was just a stud. Uh, anyway, uh, that's what it is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's. Uh, oh, no. I, I'm staying away from some of these comments. I, I love it. Um, anyway, you guys are awesome. I appreciate y'all. Oh, we got a giveaway. Let's do this. Um, who was, uh, tell me this, who was your first love, your first favorite, like, man, I love this player for the 49ers. Who was the first player that you kind of were like, oh man, that's my favorite player for the 49ers. So throw that up in the chat. We're going to give away a shirt. This is our 10th and not final giveaway, but 10 shirts <laughs> we have given away on live feeds, which has just been so fun, man. I, I absolutely love just sharing and giving all that stuff away. And this isn't even me. That's fake. This was all compliments of a Patreon member that wanted to spread some generosity and just help build the community. So um, I'll pick one person. Tell me who was the first player that you fell in love with or your favorite player with the 49ers that just kind of stood out and were like, yep, 
That's my favorite player. Um, go ahead and throw that into the chat, and I'll pick one random person. We'll give away a T-shirt, and we'll, I'll get that sent out to you. And again, if you want to check out our T-shirts, man, in the description of this video and or podcast, just scroll down to the bottom of the description. You'll see the link there. We've got all kinds of uh, fun stuff that's up there. Oh, I love this, man. Seeing a lot of really, really good answers. Sin, Ronnie Lott, that dude was incredible. We got Bryant Young, Steve Young, man. Yeah. Uh, Hundred percent. Tom Rathman. What's up, Paul? I love Paul. That dude. He's he's a historian. Jerry Rice, Patrick Willis. Oh goodness. Excluding myself because I won recently. Look at Shot Jay. He's a man of the people. But Justin Cowboy Smith, dude. He was a trendsetter. Frank Gore, Patrick Willis, Crabtree. What is that? Is that is that real? <laughs> Michael Trabtree. Uh, I wish I had that Deion Sanders uh, little thing. Merton Hanks. Yes, I love this. Jerry Rice. Julian Peterson. That dude could ball now. That dude could ball. Um, yes, Jerry Rice right there. And you know what? I got, I'm going to be stingy here. Uh, here's our winner. I'm going Lalo Lopez with Jerry Rice because that was mine. Yeah, I, I've shared this story lots of times, right? I had a yeah, grown up in Dallas, Fort Worth, and I had a stepdad I didn't like, and he was a diehard Cowboys fan. So whenever I was turning 10, I asked for a Jerry Rice jersey for my birthday. And he didn't want to give it to me, so I threw a fit, and I did it just to spite him, just to spite him, and uh, still have the jersey to this day. And that kind of triggered my fandom, and here we are, you know, so many years later. So I uh, do want to say thank you. So uh, Lalo, just reach out to me. 49ers rush podcast at gmail.com and I will get that taken care of and get that sent out for you. So uh thank you guys. I love it. Ricky Waters, what's up, Kali? Ricky running waters. That dude was a stud. Bowman. Yes, I love this. I love this. Uh so Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Please reach out. Uh, always love feedback. Leave comments in the video. Um, and let me know if you like stuff like this because I could do more looking back. Uh, I know right now it's uh, some of the content out there from different content creators getting a little repetitive. So I want to keep it fresh. I want to give everybody kind of what they want to talk about. So if you got some topics that you would like covered or if you've got some uh, other stuff that, you know, don't do this or do this, let me know. Uh, I am always open, but just want to say thank you. Appreciate you guys. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.